Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Live for episode number 46 of MMA to the Max, I am your host, as always, Robert Taylor, and I am joined once again this week by my co-host, the always average, always disappointing, Joseph Hudson, a.k.a. Riverside Joe. How are you doing this fine Thursday evening, Joe? I was doing better. I was having a good day until this asshole co-host of mine decides to insult my abilities, my uh, averageness, and um, me in general as a person. I'm a human being, too, you know? That is highly debatable. So we'll just go along with yeah, it for enough. now. Yeah, we'll, we'll go along with it for now. <laughs> Anyways, man. The science how you is still out. How have you been uh, for the past week since we last spoke on the show? So. I've, been, I've been good. I've been um, digging myself out of the, the, the muck of uh, good old smiling Sam Alvey. <laughs> the little look on his face when he asked me if I uh, did jujitsu, and I was like, oh, no. Yeah, that was good. I was slightly embarrassed by that, but it's true. I do no jujitsu. <laughs> And as somebody who's rolled with you, I can confirm this fact that he does do no jiu-jitsu at all. <laughs> That's right. This is 100% accurate. I'm a big heaping pile of goo. That's right. How um, about you, man? I'm doing all right. My chair is super fucking squeaky right now, and it's driving me nuts. But uh, I don't know if you can hear it, but I can hear it, and it's driving me nuts. But anyways, um, I'm doing all right. My shoulder's kind of jacked up. We were talking about it before the show. I worked for Frito-Lay. Uh, for people that don't know, and that involves car- pulling 
a shit ton of heavy ass carts with a ton of dip Full and of shit on them, chips. man. They dip. I'm talking about dip. <laughs> that gets heavy, and after, yeah, my shoulder's all jacked up. It feels like it's going numb on the shoulder blade and shit. But uh, other than that, I'm doing fantastic. Got Bellator tomorrow. I can't wait for that. That should be fun. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, before we jump into the thick of things and do what we normally do on this show, I want to give a quick special happy birthday shout-out to my good friend Josh Browder. I know he's watching. He's uh, been a big fan and supporter of the show, so happy birthday to you, brother. Happy birthday, Josh. Hats off to you, buddy. Yep. Way to live another year. You did a, you didn't die. Way to take a good thing that I was doing and make it totally condescending. <laughs> what? I, that's not me. That's not me at all. <laughs> Anyways, we're live on YouTube once again. I'm hoping the followers from Facebook kind of follow us over here. But, you know, until they do, mm -hmm. it's whatever, man. Let's get into it. It's a new week. It's a new drink. That's how you do it. Joe, what are you drinking that's this week? Today I am going with something from across the pond to celebrate the uh, the uh, football players there in England. Young's double chocolate soccer stout right there. Football soccer football soccer football soccer football. <laughs> you live in you live in America. Uh, you live in California. It's soccer. It is soccer. It's fucking delicious too, though. By the <laughs> way, I, I, it's always a good go to the Young's chocolate stout. It's just it's good. It's easy to drink. It's fucking delicious. Did you and uh, you, sir? Um, I am drinking a uh, Great Divide Brewing Company's Vanilla, vanilla Oak-Aged Yeti Imperial Stout. Um, I had their Chocolate Oak-Aged Yeti Imperial Stout before on a previous episode, and I was not a fan. I didn't get up for it. No, I didn't get up for it, but I was not a fan of it. So, yeah, I didn't pour it out. It wasn't like the clown shoes or the uh, the other one. <laughs> Fucking clown shoes. It's actually man. not bad. It's not great, Good. but it's not bad. I, I just don't think I care much for Great Divides, uh, stouts or anything, man. It's just, I don't know. It's not. There's really no vanilla flavor. It's supposed to be a vanilla stout with no vanilla flavor, huh? Yeah, I mean, you you, you go to other beers, other other ones like uh, um, uh, Ballast Point Victory at Sea, which is a vanilla porter. And you definitely taste the vanilla mm -hmm. in that. This one, I'm just not... I don't know, man. It's got a pretty bitter aftertaste. But uh, huh. yeah, it's from Colorado, so probably high when they're making it. Who knows? I don't know. Well, people in California are probably <laughs> high when they're brewing beer, too, now. That, that is true. Except for the great people at uh, Garage Brewing Company. So yeah, I haven't had anything from them that I don't like. Speaking of uh, soccer and beer, um, did you see that post yeah. about Bud Light, Budweiser... Saying that if Mexico beats Brazil, they're they're going to uh, help people basically celebrate by picking up the tab for beer. And wow, I know it's Bud Light, but I mean, if it doesn't matter what beer it is, if it's free, it's for me. <laughs> so yeah, I I would I would have to have one just simply for the fact to say I, I partook in the uh, free beer. Yeah, but look. To, to give a, we uh, you know we're talking beer for a little bit here, but to give a lot of shit to Budweiser and Bud Light and Coors Light, what they do isn't easy. It's not for me. I don't think it tastes good. But to consistently brew a beer over and over and over in that size volume that tastes the same everywhere you go, <laughs> that's hard to do. I mean, it's a lot of water. I was going to say it's not they, that it's not that hard to just put water through the system and have come back out water. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, but the, the the truth is, what they brew is like a really heavy heavy lager and then they do exactly that they water it down depending on how heavy this lager is compared to this batch yeah. they blend it 
It's just, I give them shit because to me it, it tastes like nothing. It's disgusting in my mind. It's like bum piss water. Like it's gross. But <laughs> it's hard to have a consistent. It's like the same bum pissing all across the world. So hats off to them for that. I I've got to go back and watch one of our previous shows because I I know I made a a, a bet a wager about uh, I would drink Bud Light for like a month. I, I don't remember what it was, yeah. but I know we talked about it. I, we got to go back and watch. I really should start taking we, notes. Somebody should. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is self-produced, uh, self-hosted, yeah. and all that good stuff. So, I mean, I don't have a producer like some of these better shows, um, or I, I should better-known shows. But you know, we yeah. make we make do. Um, yeah, dude. Either way, let's get in. Let's talk about it real quick. Uh, UFC mm-hmm. Fight Night. Yes, sir. Donald Cerrone versus Leon Edwards. Um, I was actually surprised to see that Edwards was the favorite. I know, uh, betting wise, I know Cerrone's mm-hmm. a, a sentimental uh, betting favorite for a lot of people. But uh, Edwards did almost exactly what I thought he would do for the first two rounds. <laughs> yes, he he did a real good job. Uh, Cowboys notorious slow starter, blah blah blah. But um, Edwards looked great. His timing, his his technique. He he just was kind of piecing Cowboy up. Stronger was able to him in the clinch with the knee that busted him open it was good i I was i thought he was going to finish him too but he came close looked pretty good himself he came close and honestly there might have been one or two times he probably it probably could have been stopped i mean cowboy wasn't really defending on a lot of when he was backed up against the fence and everything but you know you let somebody like Mm -hmm. cowboy continue fighting and uh, it made for a hell of a fight in the end Um, it was a great fight it was a damn great fight i see in no way possible how anybody scores it for cerrone but the, there's no, been cool. arguments out there that you know they scored it for Cerrone the last three, and I'm, I'll, you know, I'm stretching to even give him, you know, two. I, he gets takedowns, yeah. but he gets outstruck, and then he gets a takedown, yeah. does nothing with it. I don't care how long he's holding you down for, but I mean, Rocky, he made Cerrone look like a lightweight that didn't belong in there with him. I mean, aside from the fifth round, of course, but. Yeah, no, Cerrone looked good in the fifth round. I gave him the fifth round. The fourth round was kind of close. Third round, two takedowns with nothing done, and he got pieced up a little bit more. He got outstruck. Yeah. With a takedown, doesn't it doesn't equal everything. If you take him down, you smash him for a couple minutes, sure. Or you pass the guard and you go for submissions and you do something with it. But Cowboy just held him down and tried to work for position and wasn't able to get it. Edwards got back up and was outstriking him. So. Yeah, and he looked great. Um, and I, yeah, I, I'm real good. It's it's really good to know that he can actually go the full five rounds because I mean he's he's looking at another main event for his next fight most likely, um, mm-hmm. probably, and you know he made his call out after the fight. Obviously he's been calling out Darren Till for the longest time, but he called out yeah you know Jorge Masvidal this time, and it's a fight I'm damn sure dying to see right now. That's a good fight. Thinking of someone for Masvidal to fight, that's perfect. That's perfect. They're gonna match up really well. Masvidal is gonna move forward. He's got great, great boxing. Um, to see that boxing versus this, this Muay Thai striking, I think is going to be interesting. So, yeah, and and that's a fight that I'm, I mean, I think because he's got his wrestling behind him, I think I would pick, I would favor Leon Edwards. But I mean, Masvidal, ever since he moved back up to 170, he's actually looked mm-hmm. really, really good. Even against Wonderboy, who he couldn't get on the inside of, he still looked good and hung with him. Yeah, he's he's always going to be in there. He's never going to be out of a fight. But I just I just think that I don't know uh, right now. I don't know how I would call it, who I would give it to, or who I say has the best potential to take that fight. Yeah. But it's going to be fucking fireworks. Yeah. My goatee hairs are going crooked for some reason. I have no idea. 
well, mm. what you would call, I guess, a tickler. Trying to go for the suave, swashbuckler, you know. But anyways, that was just driving me nuts for some reason. I don't know why I even talked about it. <laughs> Little <laughs> Distracting t- you, man. I, I've been up since 1 o'clock in the morning with this job, man. Fucking getting ready for the goddamn 4th of July holiday and everything, man. It's just been nuts, so. Oh, yeah. yeah bear with me. Hang, right hang with me, man. We're, we're going to make a show out of this, and it might, might not be coherent by the end of it, but, you know, we're going to do something. But, uh. Half of them aren't coherent by the end of them. So, <laughs> what's the difference? Would you make of Would you make of Cerrone trying to pull a uh, a uh, Tim Kennedy there and grabbing the gloves to kind of, to keep Leon Edwards in range? I wasn't a fan because yeah, I think Cerrone's above that. I do too, and so I'd like to think that it was unintentional. But watching it back, it was it was somewhat intentional. Like he was going to grab the wrist, and his hand was sliding down. He grabbed it. It you know I, I'm not happy about it, but shit happens. It. That's kind of the heat of the moment, a fight. Um, but I didn't notice, I think it was like the third or the fourth round, the referee was in there taking a peek when they were grappling, making sure both guys were staying clean on that. So Yeah, the ref wasn't going to take any shit. So Yeah. I would have loved to have seen Goddard but, in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's the fucking best right now, man. Yeah. He's, he's the best ref right now, for sure. He, he really is. He really is. I would love to get that guy on the show and talk to him. He really is the best. Um, in the co-main event... Uh, Tyson Pedro blows a huge opportunity, huge wow. opportunity to 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 upset uh, OSP. It wasn't going to be an upset in my mind. I had Pedro picked, uh, but he catches Ovin so St. Crew, knocks him down, and for some reason decides to just jump right in there. Jump right in there, tries to grapple with him like yeah. uh, I it, I don't know, dude. Especially in the first <laughs> round, St. Prue is so big, so strong. And obviously, he took him down, and I go, oh, shit, here comes another St. Prue choke. But no, he managed to get it with a uh, an arm bar, right? That's what it was. That's what it was. Because I remember watching the fight, I was like, fuck. That's why I said, if he gets another St. Prue choke, I will drink Bud Light for a month on the show. There it is. And when I, I remember yep. when, I was watching yep. the fi- when I was watching the fight, I was like, when he went down there, I was like, fuck, don't do this. Don't do this, dude. No fucking <laughs> way. And then, yeah, it turned into yep. the, like the straight arm bar Kimura type. Yeah, I was like straight arm bar, arm arm, not not legs on arm. If yeah. I could, dude, St. <laughs> Prue is no joke, dude. Like I always underestimate him, man. Every time I go to think, fuck him, he does something good. You know, he's he's yeah. not a gatekeeper, but he's a perennial top five guy. Like he's what he is. What he is there. is he's somebody that's pissing me the fuck off when it comes to my pickums. Because when I pick him, he doesn't <laughs> exactly. win, and when I pick against him, he manages to win, and it's really driving me fucking nuts. Yeah, no shit. It's so, like the pick against me, and then you'll have winning fight. So yeah. pick against you and the St. Prue, and, and we'll have it fucking nailed. Yeah, the dude, I mean, <sighs> Pedro blew that opportunity. He was he was outclassing him. He outclassed him on the feet. He should have. Uh, uh, yeah, he should have backed away. Yeah, for sure. And uh, he should have backed away, let him back up and get it down. Um, PJ Wendell of uh, the Essential Guide Talk podcast. If you haven't checked that out, you guys should check it out. Uh, it's a great show. The dude's got a hell of a personality. He uh, makes everything entertaining. Um, we should take point, notes. From. Makes a good point that OSP. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, he makes a good point that yeah. I mean, <laughs> OSP hung with John Jones for five rounds. I, I think that was more John Jones being lackadaisical and sluggish from the long layoff. Personally, yeah. Um, Jones Jones looked like shit, and Jones doesn't like taking last minute replacements because he has a game plan going against a southpaw when it's supposed to be Cormier, who was a wrestler orthodox all those excuses to me were legit yeah. but i mean that doesn't take away from osp osp still 
a hell of a talent. Um, oh, I, oh, yeah. I think he's a gatekeeper to the uh, top five, personally. Um, to the top five, okay. And Maybe. I'm totally down with... Uh, I'm totally down with. Fuck, I don't actually. I don't even know. I guess the OSP uh, Jimmy Manuel rematch. I mean, at this point, what what else is there to lose? I I some teeth. I mean, unless you want to. I mean, OSP versus Volkan Ozdemir rematch. That was a close fight that could have gone either way. So yeah, that was a good. I mean, fight. Might, might as well. I mean, I think it would be a shame for somebody like OSP to have all these finishes in the UFC and not even get his chance at a legit title shot, not the interim title. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a shallow division, so he's always going to be right in the game with a couple two three wins, and then he's got a title shot. So give him somebody else who's up there. Give him Gustafson. It's a fresh fight. I'm down with that too. I mean, Gus might want to wait on the winner of, well, wait on see what happens wait with Cormier what? and Ste- uh, Cormier and Miocic. He might want to see what yeah. happens there first, because I'm pretty sure if Cormier wins that fight, which I'm picking him to do, he's retiring. So um, I hope so. Well, no, because he still wants he wants that Brock Lesnar fight, just for the money. But either way, interesting though, man, that would be interesting. I'd love to see Cormier and Brock. (laughs) Oh, dude, talk about David versus Goliath, man! Fucking Brock is a giant silverback gorilla. DC is like five nine. DC, (laughs) DC mauls him. DC mauls him. I believe it. DC is a far better fighter. I think he's probably even a better wrestler. He's just smaller. Well, he's by far the better wrestler. Yeah, he's going to be smaller, but yeah. I mean, DC was an Olympic alternate. Brock Lesnar probably could have been, but, you know. He tried to go to the NFL or something, had a cup of tea. Well, with he, went to the, he went to the WWF first, so. He did that before he tried out football? Well, no, that was, yeah, he did that before he tried out for football, yeah. Okay. I don't follow the career that closely. Yeah, I was a big fan. It's whatever. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah. In women's flyweight action, making it 2-0 and since her return to the flyweight division. Jessica I mm-hmm. defeats Jessica Rose Clark. Unanimous decision. Um, scoring was right. I mean, it was an uneventful fight, honestly. I mean, Jessica yeah. I's talking like, you know, acting like she's a world beater and she's just, you know, the top of the class, the cream of the crop in the division. And she's won both fights by, displi- uh, by decision. And they were close fights. And Lacks her last one was a split decision, and, you know. So mm-hmm. now most of her experience and her, not a, and her, uh, uh, victories have come in the flyweight division she bumped up to join the ufc in the bantamweight division had you know no success Modern for the success. most part <laughs> he had no success <laughs> ever since her win over sarah coffin was overturned for marijuana yeah damn it quit smoking that weed evil eye evil anyway. weed for the evil eye yeah i mean ever since then you know it went downhill but uh yeah two and in the flyweight division and that is a brand new division in the ufc um Although we do call it the, you know, bullet division, um, mm-hmm. I see Jessica getting a title shot against Valentina. Sure, after Valentina wins the bell against Nico, well, that's just a four guys next in line. Yeah, that's just a yeah, foregone conclusion. There's, look, the the best, the second best female fighter in women's one twenty five is also Valentina Shevchenko's sister. Did you <laughs> like, did you catch that? Did she, you, did you catch Dana White's good. Tuesday Night Contender Series? Yeah, yeah, she looks she really good. Really good. Her striking might be better than bullets, honestly. Like it, it might, it might be a little yeah. crisper. Yeah, I think bullet. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I was just saying, I think bullet might have it better applied for MMA, but correct. Just, and so. her grappling is, I think, a little stronger. Her her wrestling on the ground, I think, is a little stronger for uh, Valentina. Yeah, her. Oh man, Val, uh, Valentina's fucking grappling in MMA is so underappreciated yeah. and underrated. 
but uh, getting Pena in an armbar, no one expected that to happen. Well, just the, thought... the the way she was able to trick Pena into moving the way she wanted to get the trips mm-hmm. and the throws on her, uh, that's just yep. that's high level right there. That is high yeah, level. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No I was watching that fight like, Valentina, you don't want to do that. You want to stand up. You want to stand. What do you do? Oh, 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 that's what. You, okay, that's what you're doing. Good job. Well done. <laughs> you obviously know better than me. <laughs> well done. That was awesome. I'm surprised you didn't follow the well done with a hats off to you. Yeah, I'm making fun of you a little bit. No, it's funny. It's no. cool. Okay. <laughs> I could take it. <laughs> I could take it. You say you're going to break I something, you break it. Break it. Mm. Damn, I could break damn it. it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought Jessica Rose Clark was going to win this fight. Um, I I wasn't 100% sure on it. I just have an issue with Jessica. I just, because of her post-fight interviews, they're just so cringe. They're absolutely horrible. And... uh Somebody needs to definitely either get her a speech therapist or just take mics away from her. What are you going to do, dude? <laughs> did you get lost? Did you get distracted? I... You didn't even hear what I said, did you? You got distracted, huh? No, I got distracted. I was trying to read what uh, Central Guy Talk was saying, and I missed it. I can't multitask <laughs> like you can. Fucking horrible, man. Horrible! And, th- and this is why... And this is why I'm the host, and you're not. I've never questioned that. Have I ever once brought that up, sir? No, no. sir. I know but, my role. Uh, opening up the main card, even though this entire event was on Fight Pass, uh, Ling Jin Ling defeating uh, Daichi Abe. I think I got that right. I can never... I, Abe. Yeah, Abe. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, by unanimous decision, it was pretty much the entire Leech show here. Um, Abe hung in there. Looked tough, but took a took a beating, and uh, hey, you know what? The leech managed to get through this one without I ga- I gouging anybody. So you know. I know. <laughs> Hats off to him for that. Yeah. He didn't almost get caught in a choke, and I gouge his way out of it. I had Abe in this one via decision. I thought that he would be able to to keep the keep the fight where he wanted to. I just hate eye gougers. I gotta get over that shit, dude. The leech is obviously the better fighter going into the fight, but I just couldn't pick him. I just couldn't pick him after those eye gouges, man. And this is why you're not even close to being placed for money in the pick'em league. <laughs> That's what my wife's there for, buddy. She's the one that brings home the bacon. Oh man, I should have made this winner take all this year because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to run away with this shit. I'm still four thousand above second, so. I know I'm in I'm in sixth I'm in sixth now, buddy. I'm making a move up. I was all the way down in eleventh before, so <laughs> so you know, buddy. I'm moving on up to the east side. You know, the Jeffersons. 
Yeah, I know. Piece of pie. I know. I just wish. Up. I just wish that didn't just happen. Oh, it did. Be careful; it might happen again, son. Anyways, Alrighty moving then. on. <laughs> on, not up, but moving <laughs> down the card, or or however you want to go. Yeah, for we're that. gonna. Yeah, either way, they're all in fight pass. Uh, Peter Yan made yep. his long-awaited, anticipated debut in the UFC and looked every bit as good as he was hyped up to be. Absolutely. Yep. Demolishing Ishihara, he of Alpha Male, just want to, you know, hang out and fuck bitches fame. And apparently he's just getting in the way of training because he has not looked good. And I didn't expect him to look good against Jan, but, I mean, damn. I didn't expect him to look that bad. He yeah. got pieced apart, dude. Dude, yeah, he's a beast. He's a beast. Jan, Jan is good, but, I mean, he just walked right through everything Ishihara had to throw at him, whatever spin was going his way, whatever whatever he was trying to do with his karate style, move in and out. Jan had his timing down, was inside anytime he tried to move in. Fucking beat the brakes off him. Ishihara, it was a pleasure watching you fight in the UFC. I think you're one bound. Yeah. He's going to be cutting it out. Oh, shit. Trademark. That was worse than Mike Jefferson's <laughs> moving on up. Yeah, trademark really? Joey Gladstone. That's right. Bring yeah, it Uncle, back. Uncle, Uncle Joey, what are you doing, Uncle yeah, Joey? Yeah, but, but at least mine's more topical because Fuller House is still existing on netflix so the fact that you know that and watch that is sad have you seen how stephanie looks now uh jody sweeten yeah there's that's all the reason you need to watch that show so oh is that it yeah that's it watch it with the sound off that's it pretty much just just watch it but uh (laughs) um Mm -hmm. we mentioned him before we we talked about the fight earlier the eye gouging and everything but later farther down the card you had jake matthews who continues his unbeaten run at welterweight uh, yes, basically choking out Shinzo Enzai. Uh, so I, he he just looks amazing at at welterweight, dude. He looks way better than he did at 155, and it's it's he he's one of the, another one of those fighters showing that you don't need these hard weight cuts to, you know, to be a top fighter. You just let your talent and your work speak for itself. But he's now three and zero. I think I think slowly but surely that's going to start to to be the norm because those guys are going into the fight. They're having better cardio. They feel better. The whole fight week feels yep. better. When they get inside the octagon, they move. But it's the same thing that um, the Sam was saying last week, you know. It's just, you know, you feel better during the fight week. Your your mental state is better as you yeah. go into the fight. I think that helps a lot instead of being drugged down and pissed off. And as long as you can maintain your focus and training. I know a lot of guys have said, like, when they move up to heavyweight, you know, or, or move up weight classes, that they're not eating the same. There's not as strict so that – I think that was one of the excuses that McGregor made when first fighting against Diaz. Yeah. Um, but it makes sense, you know what I mean? You got you're used to that routine. But I think Jake Matthews is a, is a hard enough grinder where he's going to take it serious every time. He needs to stay at 170 and keep doing what he's doing. Yeah, no, looks I agree. Great. I think he looks great. I think I think everything's working out for him. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and the UFC is is kind of working it correctly, kind of to. Uh, Move them along slowly. I mean, three and zero, but in the UFC welterweight division, it's it's not you know it's working out for him not too well. We're having some video output issues that I'm seeing according to Are YouTube. We? Yeah, suck. It's looking good on my end. YouTube. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if it catches up. But uh, just want to put that out there. I'm being told by YouTube Live that we're having video output is low. So we'll see what happens. 
Uh, so I wonder if that's causing a delay between audio and video or something. Because the video is streaming through just fine. I keep it up just to make sure it goes through well. No, um, that's fine. That's fine. You're probably but, one of yeah, yeah, no, the UFC is doing the right thing. The UFC is doing the right thing with Matthews. They're they're taking it slowly with him. As they should. He's young, right? He's in his mid-20s still. Yeah, he's still young. Nice nice Australian boy. So, you know. Yeah. I'm sure they want to capitalize on, like, another type of Robert Whitaker star. So we'll see what happens. Um and they they brought Whitaker up right too, so yeah, keep moving. Let's go, Jake. Let's go. That is true. I wonder why we're having such video output issues. Maybe because uh, maybe because uh, maybe it's just OBS. Maybe OBS is a piece of shit. I, I know uh, Craft Brood Sports. Uh, if anybody uh, doesn't watch, hmm. they have issues with it as well. So Keith Schilling, hey Keith Schilling is here on YouTube watching us. So what's up, buddy? Thanks for uh, thanks for joining Keith, and uh, he says it's working fine now. Um, cool. Yeah, awesome. So before we get into uh, some MMA news, some preview of the next show, um, say what? Want to take a minute to talk about our sponsors? We have them. We have a couple of them. It's pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. First one, GameFly. If you're a gamer like I am, or if you just want to get back into gaming, GameFly is the best choice you can make. You can you can rent any game you want for any console you want, either one game. Two games, three games, whatever. They have different types of types of packages for whatever you want. You play it as much as you want for as long as you want. You return it when you're done. And for listeners of MMA to the Max, yes. you're getting this pretty kick-ass offer. If you use the link of www.gameflyoffer.com forward slash MMA to the Max, what do you get? You get a free 30-day trial with Gamefly. Free? That's pretty fucking free. awesome. Yeah. Come um, on, guys, it's free. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I'm not going to lie, it's going to put a little money in our pockets to help, you know, make these shirts so we can get them out to you guys and might, you know, a little help sooner. Help promote the show. Help promote the show a little yeah. bit. But uh, beyond that, you get to play pretty kick-ass video games. Hell, you're an MMA fan, UFC 3 is on there for any console you want. Boom. Except for the Switch because Nintendo was super late. So, <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, check it out. Gamefly is awesome. Um I am a Gamefly subscriber. I use it all the time. It's great. If you have a new game coming out, you're not sure about it, don't pay 60 bucks for it. Get it on Gamefly. Check it out before you even think about buying it. Play it for a day. I'm going to buy this shit. Send it back. Go out and buy it. Bam. Yeah, if you're like me, you play it until you beat the game, and then you never play it again, then just give it back. You don't have to worry about spending 60, 70 bucks on a game that you're going to play for a month and then be done with it. So Pretty much. All or, about it, man. Or you get shitty-ass games like uh, The Order 1887 that is only like yeah. eight hours fucking long. Exactly. You don't want to spend 60 bucks for an eight-hour game. That's ridiculous. So, yeah, check out Gamefly, <laughs> right. man. I, I spent seven yeah. bucks on that on a flash sale online, and I still think I overpaid for that piece of shit game. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so check out Gamefly. <laughs> yeah, right? So, yeah, check out Gamefly. Also, check out LootCrate.com. LootCrate is a subscription box service. It's basically the first. It is the first. For movies, video games, comic books, you name it, every month on the same, pretty much around the same time, same delivery day, you're going to get a box showing right up on your doorstep that's filled with a whole bunch of goodies. And every month, every single box comes with a new T-shirt. Um, I use it. I love it. And I look forward to it every month. They even send you tracking information so you know when that shit's showing up. It's awesome. And... uh Robert would have no wardrobe if it were not for Loot Crate. <laughs> Most, Let's just be honest here. If I took this camera and I went to my closet right now, 
I would show you my wardrobe exists com almost completely and 100% of Loot Crate shirts. It's pretty awesome. Sometimes the sizes are a little off, and I just give them to my fiance or give them to my daughter. So it works out for yeah. us. Anyways, for our yes, listeners, we got a sweet deal for you. Get a new subscription at www.trylootcrate.com forward slash MMA to the max. Use the promo code, code BRIDGE10. You will get 10% savings on a new subscription. How badass is that? 10%. I mean, it's basically like, it's like $25 a month. So, I mean, $2.50, that's $2.50 you, you weren't going to have. So That's a Bud Light you could buy. <laughs> Not if Mexico beats Brazil. Nope. You get it for free. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, best of luck on that, Mexico. Brazil's badass. Badass. He shall almost know how he gets the MMA takeover shirts in a loot crate box. <laughs> Don't know how to do that yet. We're working on it. Yeah, we're, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll keep that in mind. <laughs> just for you, buddy. Just for you. So we just lost a main event, by the way. Of, uh, we did. And it was a fight I was looking forward to. Ally Aquinta we and Justin Gaethje. Aquinta pulls out. We don't know if he's injured or what. I think it's because he what? just wants to say fuck you to the UFC for the most part. That's and likely. It's a fight in Nebraska. Who wants to go to Nebraska? Not even Nebraskians want yeah. to go to Nebraska. Not even Cornhuskers want to go. So I think that's right. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yes, Nebraska Cornhuskers. That is it. correct, sir. Yeah. Hey, hey, look at me. We need College to get Eric, football. We need to get Eric Anders back on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but, yeah, so, yeah, he pulled out. And is uh, who steps in? James Vick. Boom, that's and a good fight, And this makes too. this a super intriguing fight. More mm -hmm. so than I came to fight, because I thought that would just be a, a barn burner. But this one's going to be super intriguing, because for what I've seen of Vick, he, he does not handle pressure very well. And if Gaethje's able to no. get on the inside of him, he could crack him the same way Darius did. But Vic can stay on the outside with that reach and that height and pick Justin apart. If he can, if he can use lateral movement, because Justin's still going to walk forward. If he can use his lateral movement and he can keep his hands flying, then he can do it. So, But it's intriguing because Vic has been talking about, I need a top 10 fight. I, I need to be up here. I need, and he does need to be up there. He, he belongs. He's on a what, seven, five, six, seven fight win streak, give or take? Yeah. yeah he belongs in the conversation. And uh, I think if, if he beats what has now become the WSOF UFC lightweight gatekeeper, then he <laughs> proves he deserves to be there. So, uh, I don't know who I'm picking in that fight just yet. I'm leaning, I'm leaning towards Gaethje. I believe he's going to be able to get inside and land one of those haymakers. But I always I pick don't. Gaethje. I just, I'm, a, I, I, I just don't. have a hard time picking against Gaethje. And yeah. uh, here's the funny thing about Gaethje is, even if he loses his fight, makes it three in a row, and he gets TKO'd or whatever, knocked out. Either way, he's not getting cut. Fuck no, he's not. He'll, getting he'll cut. lose. He can lose the next one. He, I think Gaethje is one of those fighters. That can lose six, seven in a row and still sure. not get cut because of the excitement he brings. Diego Sanchez. Yeah. Diego Sanchez always made it an exciting fight. He would lose fights, get cut up, get bloody, whatever. It didn't matter. Change weight divisions, move around, do whatever he wanted because he brought the fight. He always had an exciting fight. I should, uh, I should by the way, update on the beer that the vanilla flavor is definitely coming through, by the way. It, it, oh, okay. It takes, I wonder. It takes, 
it takes a while. I guess the, I guess the flavor takes a while to cascade up. I mean, it was cascading for a long time, but I mean, it's still cascading on this pour that I just oh, yeah. did. Yeah, I mean, it's a hell of a cascader there, and uh, wow. I think the, yeah, I think the flavor's definitely so. Maybe it's got a, it's got like air in it a little bit, get that cascade to open it up some. Yeah, that's I good. Mean, hey, people, cascade right. is not just Finch. for the dishwasher anymore. So, do they still make that for the dishwasher? <laughs> I don't fucking no. I have no idea what I'm talking about half the time on this show, man. I just keep mumbling and going on and just talking shit. Thank God somebody does. <laughs> oh, wait, I don't know what I'm talking about. Fuck, we're screwed. Yeah, we're, well, That's what I mean. pointed out by Sam Alvey last week. <laughs> that shit was so funny to me. Damn, I was, I was so upset about the video quality on that episode, but uh, it's yeah. whatever. I mean, it happens. You know, it happens to the best of us, and uh, it's whatever. So, it does. Rashad Evans retired? I mean, I'm happy with that decision. Unsurprisingly, it probably should have happened a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, he's he lost like what six in a row. He, I think he's one in six since his last his last win was Chelsea Sonnen, like five yeah, years ago. Since his return, yeah, since his return, he's looked horrible. He looks like a fighter from the old generation trying to keep up with the new kids. You know, he just can't. It's unfortunate. He just he was one of the greatest fighters in the UFC. Knocked out Chuck Liddell, devastatingly beat the brakes off Boris oh, yeah. Griffin to win the belt. Oh yeah, um, he's definitely. I mean, to me, he's Hall of Fame. He's he's heading heading to oh, the Hall yeah. of Fame. I mean, there's not even a question about it. And I oh, go on right. record. I, I know I know somebody else uh, posted about this in, in some groups, but and it's something I had always maintained in my head and always thought that if he had dropped down to 185 sooner, mm. he could have given Silva a run for his money. Just the talent and the skill that he had. In his run, oh yeah. That if he dropped as soon as he lost to Machida, if he would have dropped down, ugh, we we could have been talking about some you know some interesting shit. Yeah, but I, I don't know what would have happened after lost to Machida. He was such a confidence based fighter, and after that KO, yeah. it it seemed like it kind of snatched his soul a little bit. Yeah, for sure. It was tough for him to come back. If he still had that confidence he had before the KO, where he would just move forward, pick him up, and smash him. Uh, yeah, that that Rashad was a beast it was unbeatable until Machida figured out how to keep him in range yeah and, and that uh, was kind of the end of it speaking of Rashad and losing a title Machida signed with Bellator I don't know if we talked about that last mm-hmm. week I think that came it came out after our show I think it came out Friday or, or the yeah. evening after our that, show that's yeah. a that's a sick ass get for Bellator I mean Bellator is coming up I think you know I mean Machida's uh, he's always going to use some sort of TRT or anything down there since they don't have USADA I think and he's going to look good and you know I mean, it's, it's it's another name for for Bellator. Bellator, you know. Yeah, they're acquiring these free agents, and uh, they're they're. I think they're getting the right ones. I mean, no offense to Phil Brooks, but he became a free agent again, and they didn't pick him up. Did you say Phil so. Brooks? Did I say Phil Brooks? You said Phil Brooks. Will. That's CM Punk, by the way. <laughs> I I only know him as Mr. Punk. And actually, I would not be surprised if Bellator does pick up CM Punk. They're not cutting CM Punk. Yeah, they are. They're not gonna. He's not fighting again. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, uh, God, I, I, I think no. Scott Coker should pick him up. I really do. Well, yeah, because they can get amateur caliber fighters. Look, that's the problem with CM Punk. He's an amateur. He doesn't belong wearing yeah. the UFC gloves and inside that octagon. Heart, whatever, toughness, whatever. That's all fine. He doesn't deserve to be in that octagon. He doesn't. He couldn't make it through a season of tough. He couldn't make it through a fight on Dana White's Contender Series. He couldn't beat amateurs right now. I mean. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, Rafael Chadez, 
of the uh, Full Hill Podcast, who guest uh, hosted this show with me recently. Um, yeah. Made mention about Machida better go to 205 because he doesn't want any part of Musasi. Speaking of, he just segued this for us. Bellator announced you, the uh, Musasi and McDonald super fight. McDonald to be the first two-division champ in Bellator. You're picking Rory. That's how huh? I see that going down. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I have to pick Rory. Wait, wait. First two-division champ or two-division champ at the same time because – the first person to win Correct. two titles in two different... Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. For weight classes was the baddest man on the planet, Mr. Joe Warren. Correct. Sorry. So. You're right. I stand corrected. <laughs> yeah. The first champ champ. First, yeah, okay. So the first uh, simultaneous champ Simultaneous. Yes. Yeah. Musasi yes, yes. has been prone to takedowns. He, his takedown mm-hmm. defense has not been great his entire career. And, yeah, I could see Rory using it. Whether or not Rory decides to use it or if he tries to do what he did against Robbie Lawler and just strike, which turned into, like, probably one of the best fights I've ever seen, if not the best, next, yeah, to, Shog- sure next to Shogun and Henderson won. But, uh, yeah, I'm down for it, man. I'm ready. Yeah, I think Rory, his timing on his entries is double legs is as trip on the double legs he's got some of the best the best of the bellator's 170 division that's what he used to to sneak by a decision past llama um i think he does the same thing to masasi i don't think he beats him up but i think he outfights him out out fight iqs him and, and wins a decision i could also see masasi just lighting him up on the feet so we'll, we'll see what happens but on the same card they also announced two very big well not very big matches, fights, or anything, but two very big deals. One, Rampage versus uh, the Axe Murderer, part four. Part 16? 18? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, right. I, I don't see... Uh, Keith said Dan Henderson was a double champ before Joe Warren. Uh, we were strictly speaking about Bellator. We know yes. we know Dan yeah. Henderson and Pride. Yeah, sorry. That probably should have been more clear on that, so... No, um, I was. I was, goddammit. I said the first <laughs> Bellator two-division champ. That's what I fucking said, man. Come on my show and correct me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Keith's a supporter. You don't yell at Keith. Keith is the one that hooked me up with the media credentials to Bellator tomorrow. What? I don't, I don't know Keith personally, but I love him. He's always been a supporter, always on there. Yeah. I think he gets me by now. Is that right, sweetheart? <laughs> well, if he do- well, if he does, he definitely doesn't like you. Um, no, nobody does. I'm yeah, aware of once that. The, once they get you, they don't like you. Uh, unlike me, where they don't like me at first, and then they start to like me once they get me. So, and then you know, once they we're get the opposite. You, they realize. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, they rampage. Vandalie Silva part four. I'm pretty sure this is gonna have to happen at he- heavyweight because <laughs> rampage, rampage is not even getting close to 205 again. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, although I think rampage wins this fight, I really do. So. I just, um, yeah, we'll see. There, there are going to be two guys just standing there slugging it out and running do out we, of steam. Do we even give a fuck? Ran. I said, I, I, I called it two big deals when I was talking about it, but do we even give a fuck? I don't give a shit about that match. I just used it because I thought maybe it. some people out there might have given a fuck. I don't give a fuck. 
I'm gonna watch it. I will too because it also has the Bellator welterweight tournament starting, the welterweight Grand Prix. I like their Grand Prix. I like how they're bringing that back. They're they're creating a storyline mm-hmm. where there isn't one, with 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 guys that can't talk the mic or build the hype. They're creating storylines with these uh, tournament style. The I gra- like it. The Grand it's a call Prix. back to the old Buon Remini. Yeah, the the Grand. Well, besides that, the Grand Prix was some of the best times during Pride for me when watching Pride. The Grand Prix oh, yeah. were always some of the best, and the fact that Bellator is using them now. Strike Force did before, obviously with the heavyweight mm-hmm. Grand Prix. They it's try Coker to bring it back. Thing, it's yeah. Coker thing. He's a big fan, but uh, I love this welterweight tourney idea, especially because Rory, after his fight that night, is entering the tournament. Like his ma- his match will be later, but I mean, am I the only one hoping for MVP to make it to the finals? Why? Why wouldn't you? He's one of the most exciting fighters in yeah. MMA, especially the 170 division of Bellator, of course. And, yeah, I know he's considered the can crusher and all that, fighters. but man, yeah. I think I honestly think MVP beats Daly. I think they're going to match him up in the first round. I just think MVP striking's notches above Daly, even though Daly's a legit striker. Um, it's, it's just different. Yeah, it's different. I think MVP. I think MVP just makes a statement on Daly. I really do. Um, it's where we start getting to this, you know, some of the grappling that things start changing. But I'm hoping well, MVP... neither of them can grapple. No, no, no. Like later on in the fight, you know, oh, so, or okay. in the tournament, I should yeah. say. So I'm hoping, Correct. yeah, I'm hoping, hoping, hoping that MVP makes it to the finals. MVP for MVP versus Rory McDonald. Why? Because that's an intriguing fight to me. Because it's a very intriguing fight. when you have somebody that can fight in range like MVP does, it confuses somebody like Rory McDonald. We saw that in the Wonder Boy fight. And I know Wonder Boy is a world-class kickboxer, but you know what? MVP is right up there when it comes to striking. MVP's he's a he's a karate striker, so he doesn't have the same kickboxing accolades or whatnot. But... Um... Uh, it's an intriguing fight again because I was thinking the same thing with Wonder Boy. Rory wasn't able or wasn't willing to get inside on Wonder Boy. So let's see. He's definitely gone back more to his wrestling style. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a good thing. I'm just trying to think of how does he get inside on MVP. MVP, is his lateral movement is so good. They're inside a big Bellator cage, no corners. How How is he going to do that and not get, get pieced up? But if anyone can find a way, it's Rory McDonald. Yeah. I mean, can find a way. So. <sighs> Dude, I mean, even then, though, man, you got Douglas Lima, who's still one of the best welterweights mm-hmm. out there. You got Andre Korshkov, who's also one of the best. I mean, there's, there's, this is, unlike this heavyweight Grand Prix that's going on in Bellator right now, this, <laughs> the welterweight is just full of killers right now, man. And they haven't even announced the full field yet. You still have Lorenz Larkin in Bellator. I know. You, you have the up-and-coming Ed Ruth. So, you know, 5-0, and oh, that, that could get thrown in there. I mean, this is absolutely nuts what they can do with this division. And you know what? How awesome would this be? Let me let me throw this out there for you as I'm trying to monitor this YouTube bullshit. Let me, yeah, get ready to catch this. Making his return to Bellator to conquer the welterweight Grand Prix. Funky Ben Askren. Is this just like your hopes and dreams? Yeah, I'm throwing this out there. Like, imagine... Imagine. Um, I would pick him to be the favorite to walk away with the belt. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> I, I would pick Funky. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Imagine. 
I just think Ben Askren needs to be back fighting for a major promotion in the States. So, Yeah, but is he still under contract with one? I think he's got two fights left with them or something. 1FC is super cool, man. I mean, Rich Franklin is their like vice president or, or one of the top executives in the mm-hmm. company, but he's still under contract with the UFC. They have a good working relationship. You know, Rich asked Dana for permission, and he's cool with it. But uh, I think they'll but be cool with Ben UFC. doing it. I know, but that's, I think that's... I think I don't think they'll have a problem with Ben doing it. Yeah. So, but just imagine, man. I, I I'm stoked. I think it would be interesting. I'm happy about it. Again, I like it creating a storyline. It art. I don't want to say artificially creates one, but it it creates one. You know, and that's exactly what they need. Now you have a reason to follow each fight. It's yeah. like okay. Your call out is automatically there. You win the fight. It's like, okay, I know. Hey, next up, you or you, whoever you win, I'm going to get you. I'm going to smack. You know what I mean? It, it creates that where these guys don't have that ability. And it creates, I think, if it gets out to the casuals, it gives them a reason to follow every week. You make the tournament big enough, you, you can you can carry it through a year. And, um, yeah. again, and- that's that was what Bjorn Remney was kind of trying to do and, and failed at it a little bit. But it's well, Grand well, Prix. Bjorn, Bjorn Rebney's idea was that you have to earn your title shot through the tournaments, right? And it's a good right. idea in theory, but when the same number two continuously enters the tournament, he's going to continuously win. Then you just start getting in all these rematches. That's why it didn't work. It was a good Correct. idea in theory and in concept, but eventually it just doesn't work. Because when Eddie Alvarez is a lightweight champion, you know, let's just throw down, you know, and then. Let's just say, okay, Michael Chandler is the lightweight champion. Eddie Alvarez is in the tournament. He keeps winning the tournament, losing to Michael Chandler. Next year, yep. he, he enters the tournament, loses to Michael. I mean, it gets boring. So I, I, I see why they got away from it, and I think that's why the Grand Prix works the best. Correct. So, and it puts your it puts your champ on the back burner until the tournament's over. Exactly, and that's not and something that's, you want to do. No. So the Grand I like the idea of a Grand Prix. It, everyone's climbing to the top for the belt. And you can do that, and you seed it, and everything else. And next year, if you did the same thing, or you don't have to, you know, you can, and you can still have welterweight fights that don't count towards it, but are just guys, you know. I'm still trying to figure out the point system with the whole tournament over there at um, PFL. That's that's something I'm curious about too. I think uh, Keith uh, for MMA Takeover has been uh, covering that, um, so I'm pretty sure he would be able to explain in the comments once he hears okay. your thing, once it catches up. Um, yeah, he would he would actually understand the point system a lot better than either of us. So well, um, it's, it's glad to see Will Brooks get in the uh, yeah the, uh, win column the again. Win column. Uh, I'll start Doug T. That's my brother Doug. What, your what about what about he's Jason meeting Kevin Pye Lee next week? Was old ways. So. Oh, are you guys going on a date? Oh, he's meeting Kevin hold Lee his next hand? week. Yeah, yeah you're gonna hold his hand, Alan. You're gonna give him a big old hug. No, it's Doug, not Alan. Come on, get it right. Oh, I just see the A. I'll start Doug. Whatever. <laughs> Doug suck. Yeah. But so, anyways, uh, yeah, that's the Bellator uh welterweight tournament. Awesome news. Um mm. nothing big on Connor, so we don't have to talk about that. Yes, I'm looking for Connor. You bring news. him up. I know. I'm looking for Connor news because that's gonna give us views. So Oh, mention we talked about Connor McGregor. And John Cavanaugh says that he believes the next fight for McGregor should be the trilogy with Diaz. And um Khabib's manager says that he's confident that the next fight will be Habib versus Connor. Who's who's Khabib's manager? I can't remember how to pronounce his name. Ali uh, blah blah blah. Ali <laughs> uh, say whatever the fuck I have to to get my fighters a fight, which is all 
Either way, that should be the next fight for both fighters because it's the former lightweight champion that was stripped, never lost the title, even though he never defended it, versus the... Yep, or defended it. You can't forget that part. Yeah, yeah, versus the current champion who was the uncrowned champ from the very beginning in the first place. Dude, you being on your phone is right in the view of the camera. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I was trying to read what Keith was saying so I could yeah. read so, what the fuck was going on with that PFL tournament. Thank any, you, Keith. It yeah. makes sense. Keith, okay, so we'll let everybody know that's uh, listening to audio. Keith, thank you for that. PFL is three points for a win. Bonus points for stoppages, three points first round, uh, two points second round, first or one point in the third round. The top eight in weight mm-hmm. classes after two regular season fights make the playoffs. Awesome, Keith. Thank you. Great coverage. Then, check check then, out yeah, his I, coverage I at MMATakeover.com. So. Are the playoffs also point based, or but I believe the playoffs are then like I think a that's single a tournament. elimination. Yeah, I think that's tournament at that point. Yeah, so that's kind of what I thought it was. Yeah. But no, jo- uh, Joshua Barrado says I'd love to see Connor Khabib fight. Wouldn't we all? But unfortunately, Connor is not coming back. I don't think he's coming back. I still stand by that. A month of Bud Light if he does come back this year. No, I already made that bet. We'll do uh, a week, like one episode. A I'll, week. My uh, one episode. My. Uh, one episode we'll do a uh, I'll do Bud Light as my beer of the week. All right, Connor comes back in 2018. <clears throat> we have five more months. Yeah, it has months to happen in 2018. Yeah, we'll okay. start another bet in 2009. Uh, Keith says playoffs are seated on based on seated based on points. So the points is how they're seated, and then from there it becomes a uh, single elimination. Single tournament. elimination. And my brother says, Joe, your ceiling fan is giving people epilepsy. <laughs> I just now noticed it right now. <laughs> I didn't notice it either. If I turn it off, I start sweating profusely. It happens, and brother. It right. happens, brother. But hey, you know what? You know what's going down tomorrow night? Not now. What? Bellator two oh one. Oh Mc... yeah. Yeah. Who's Mc... gonna be at Bellator two oh one? Well, I know the champ, Alima Lay McFarlane, is gonna be defending her women's flyweight championship in the main event against Alejandra Lara. Seven and zero McFarland, seven and one Lara, six and zero in Bellator McFarland. Mm-hmm. Seven wins, zero losses, six wins in Bellator. That's crazy. And Alejandra Lara, one win in Bellator. Um, she kind of was pushed to it, kind of lack of uh, challengers at that point. But who's yeah. going? Yeah, who's going to Bellator too? I am. Thanks to once again, I can't praise this man enough. The great Keith Schillen of TheMMATakeover.com hooked me up with. Media Pass credentials to Bellator. I will be there live tomorrow. Trying my best to do a, a live recap of the show while not trying to geek out too much while watching the uh, fights and like, oh, you know, I might. You gotta be professional. I'm gonna try my best. I'm gonna try my best. But you know, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the fight. So we'll we'll see. Do you own a collared shirt? Oh, oh, you gotta, you get, you've seen me suited up before, man. Come on, you've seen me looking good. <laughs> you see me looking good but yeah so yeah, McFarlane's yeah. defending her title I think the champ retains I think it's way too early for Lara I, even though I'm covering it I probably shouldn't say it you know make these predictions because it might cause biasness but nobody at Bellator is even watching or gives a shit so in the co-main That's event though in the co-main event the Ryan Couture Yes. Hey, wait. <laughs> of of that Randy, last name is really familiar yeah, to me. Of of Randy Couture bloodline. Um, surprisingly, his record still at a, a, a respectable eleven and five because the man just the kid is just not that good. I mean, he's definitely not his dad. But um, he's taking on Sadawad, and I don't. 
I, I got a wad in this fight. I really do. I think a wad finishes him. I think he finishes him in the first. And I think Couture is just. I don't know if it's the pressure. He's got the talent. He's got the raw physical skills. But I think I don't know if the pressure of who his dad is got to him. I don't know what it is. He doesn't seem to put it together regularly. It's got to be a mental thing if he comes into the fight with the right mental state or not. Um, Saeed is fucking good. Like twenty-two and nine. It's not the the. It's a tiny bit of a salty record. He hasn't fought a ton of badass mofos, but. I mean, he's good. I love he's, you, Randy, but I don't think or Ryan. I don't think you're doing it though. I don't think a, you're getting it done. You know, Awad has fought a who's who in Bellator, dude, in the Bellator light, yeah. uh, lightweight division. I mean, he's been in Bellator for a very long time. Very oh, yeah. long he's, time. He's got Brandon. He's lost to Brandon Ward, Derek Anderson, Patricky Pitbull. These are losses that he's had. He beat Evangelista Cyborg, but that was you know before his skull got busted. Here, here's in. one for you though. Here's one for you. Uh-uh. Trivia question time. Who's the first person to defeat Will Brooks? And up until he got to the UFC, the only person to defeat Will Brooks. Sayada Wad. That's right. He he finished Will Brooks in the uh, the first round mm-hmm. in real quick fashion. And uh, yeah, 43 he, seconds. Yeah, so, I mean, he's got skills. But, you know, obviously he lost the rematch. But, I mean, he's, he's, he's fallen off recently. He's fallen off recently, he, he, so... He's fought a couple of whatever fighters, and he's he's won his last three. But any guy that you know, say named fighter, or known fighter, or fighter with some clout, he he tends not to do so well anymore. He's he's uh, a consummate, he's a consummate journeyman. He really is. Yeah, I mean, he'll, which he'll, is fine. He'll beat the top an elite fighter, you know, the name every once in a while. But he's he's mm-hmm. just the journeyman. He's like a cyborg Santos, the male version, the one that's like clinically brain dead from beat. MVP. But, or the uh, one that, that he beat back in 2016, Evangelista Cyborg. In Strike Force, right? Was uh, it in Bellator? No, I believe that was in Bellator. Oh, 2016. Sorry, yeah, in Bellator. 2016, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that Evangelista. But, yeah, I mean, he's that type of guy. He's that. He's the consummate journeyman. Um, he's kind of like, uh, uh, you know, Jeremy Horn what it has been for his entire career for the most part. You know, he beat Chuck yeah. Liddell, then he continues to journey on. You know, it's, it's just what it is. Um there's nothing wrong with that. You make good money, so it happens. But uh, it's a fight for a living, so that's good. Also, in women's flyweight division action in Bellator on this card, on the main card, and possibly the next title challenger, the winner of this fight, Valerie Latorno. Mm-hmm. Yes, Valerie Latorno of formerly of the UFC. Um, she's going for second fight in Bellator now, taking on the two and zero Christina Williams. Good fight. I think everyone's underestimating Christina Williams in this fight. I think they are as well, but I still think Latorno takes this fight, and I think it was, I think that's what Coker's wanted. I do too. He he wants Latorno's name up there. He wants her fighting, but look what he also wants Heather Heat to be someone he could build a name off of. And Christina came in and beat the brakes off of her. Oh, she beat the hell out of Hardy. Beat the living turd out of that girl. Can, it's we, a beautiful seg- fight, can we segue man. into uh, into other uh, U- uh, MMA debuts real quick? Can we talk about Kayla Harrison? For fucking Christ's sake, Jesus Christ, that woman in PFL. That armbar? Uh, no, just not just the armbar, just everything. She's she's Jeez. taken to the sport like like better than Rousey, and, and obviously she was a better talent than Rousey because she actually gold medaled. But yeah, she's oh correct. man, the only problem now, she has though is fighting at the lightweight though. division. Yeah, that's the problem. But she, that's a no weight cut. She's got to be yeah. able to cut weight. 
Dana White is licking his fucking chops right now. You, he, him and Sefo have a great working relationship. Oh, they have a great working relationship. 100%. Kayla, Kayla Harrison is about to make her name in PFL, and she's about to fight Cyborg. You know Get Dana five and, and Ray. You know Dana and and Ray are already talking about this. Get her to five and zero, oh, six and zero. Oh. Let's push her. Yeah. Let's get her active. Let's get her to forty-five. But you got to get her some something more than some cans. Dude, I I wouldn't be surprised if they do a co-promote. If Dana White actually allows a co-promotion on this one, he'll never allow that to happen. No, he's always said no it. But, but if she's under contract with with PFL, him and Sefo's relationship, he might. You never know. Or at least not. Okay, so it might not be UFC and PFL presents, but. You know, they might announce her as the they number one the PFL, yeah, something, something like that. Yeah. yeah, they will announce that because they did they did that for um, Gaethje, former, well, former WSOF lightweight champ. Well, because the WSOF isn't there and he yeah. is now a UFC fighter, but they might say something because, like Invicta, they can go back and forth if they cut him or whatever. Yeah, he might. They might say, you know, current PFL. Which is uh, which is super cool. I, I, they need to yeah. do more of that shit. They need, to, uh, which is super 100%. cool. You know, for, to the former, you know, WSOF lightweight champion, Justin. You know, that shit's cool. That's what they need because to do. That, that, that acknowledge, that acknowledge yeah, acknowledge Bellator. MMA fans are watching Bellator. They're watching that shit. Right. Acknowledge it. Because the, cas- the casual it, fan don't know shit. When when Shorty fought, I don't remember. Did they introduce him as the champ? Champ? No, they the didn't. former. They yeah. should have. They should have considered. That would have been, been great. Considering yeah, he has the, a working relationship with Titan FC, they probably should have. That would have been cool because it would have. But unfortunately, yeah. it was a short notice fight, and it was the first fight on the prelims. Yeah, maybe maybe when but it was it w- like the main card nice. or something. Yeah. Well, it would have been nice to have been like you know former two division simultaneous two division champ yeah. or something. I agree. Something like that. The something. man deserves the credit, but. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. back back to talking about yeah, Christina Williams. She took you know yeah. Kayla Harrison can't Look wait good. to see her fight again, but yeah, Christina Williams took it to Heather Hardy, absolutely Beat took the it to shit her. Shit out of Heather Hardy. She, oh my god, dude, that was that was like I almost felt like claiming like domestic abuse on that fight, even though she's. I felt woman. bad for Heather, man. I felt really bad for her. She got beat like like beat up. I don't feel bad for her because if anybody wants to go check out the great Kobe's Corner um, on YouTube, he gives a great breakdown of why Heather Hardy is a bitch. In in, no, in the sense, I don't know that, personally, yeah, check it out. No, not not personally, just professionally. The way she tries to, she tried to blame. Uh, what was the fight she had recently where she, uh, um, it was boring. It was all grappling. She tried to blame it on her uh, opponent. I think it was no, it wasn't Williams. It was the other one because Williams beat the brakes off her. Yeah, there was all stand up. Yeah, so it was nothing but clinch and boring fighting, and uh. Uh, I don't, I don't remember who it is. I'm I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna let everybody know Google because I'm I'm gonna be stupid about it. I can't remember. But um, what happened was it was a boring fight. It was Heather Hardy's last fight. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and uh, a Jolton. Jolton. Yeah, Jolton. so Jolton. Jolton. Yeah, and and Heather Hardy blamed all the cl- all the boringness of the fight on her opponent, even though Hardy was the one that initiated all the clinches. So yeah, he kind of does a great breakdown. Yeah. So everybody check it out. Uh, Keith. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Interviewed uh, Heather Hardy cool twice. She's cool. I'm sure. He, I'm sure. I'm sure she is. I'm just. I'm going off of this yeah. breakdown and, and kind of the interaction that I saw, man. So uh, it seems like maybe more of an excuse making thing than than anything it, else. It could be. It could be. You know, maybe but, she's yeah. just trying to pass the blame. I don't like that she was passing the blame on the opponent when it was her initiating the clinch. The fight. He was. Keith was live for that. They're live. He said the fight was terrible. 
Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> and a that's, and that's my fight. point that 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 Heather Hardy was blaming it on on Anna Jultonen. So I mean, even um, though she was an issue to clinch, yeah, yeah. But hey, you know what? Opening up the main card of this Bellator is the fight I'm very looking forward to because this man is local, Hesperia, High Desert, Juan the Spaniard Archuleta, eighteen and one. Juan Archuleta, yeah, dude. Trains with our boy, TJ Dillashaw. This mm-hmm. is a pro Dillashaw podcast, so everybody knows. His only loss is a fight in uh, World Series of Fighting, but he's, he's just he's a beast at featherweight, dude. He's one of the best in the entire oh, yeah. world. Seriously, one of the best oh, in the entire yeah. world. And he should he's 30 years old, dude, so he should have been in the UFC by now because his talents speak for themselves. And I'm surprised it took so long for – Bellator even come calling. This guy is a multi-divisional champion in King of the Cage. Yep. Just like Alex Reyes was. And the fact that Bellator, let alone UFC, saw nothing in him for the longest time and barely signed him. This is going to be his second fight in Bellator. Is an insult to this yep. man's skills because he's about to go up against Robbie Peralta, former UFC fighter, and he's going to blow his fucking oh, brakes off. The brakes off of him, dude. It, I don't see it getting out the first round. Archuleta's just going to piece him up anywhere he wants to. Yeah. You want to you want to clinch? I'll out clinch you. You want to try to grapple me? I'll out grapple you. But chances are we're going to stay on the feet and I'm going to knock your fucking yeah. teeth in. Yeah, one Archuleta, man. I mean, you've heard me on the show talking about, you know, the Reyes brothers, Dominic and Alex, two of the best fighters in the entire high desert. I mean, Archuleta's right up there, dude. This dude is right there. I mean, if you're going to if you're going to talk about like featherweight division, this man is going to Make mincemeat of Robbie Peralta, and I'm going to be there live, and I can't wait to <laughs> see this happen, man. I can't wait. I Don't think... be too biased. <laughs> well, you know, I'm 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 going to be biased with my rooting, but I'm not going to show it when I'm in the media. But I do think Juan Archuleta is just—he's past prospect status. He really is. I think he's oh, talented yeah. for himself, man. He's. I, I don't know what else to, to talk about this, man. This dude's fucking there's, there's got to be something behind the scenes like he's difficult to work with or something that he didn't get picked up for so long. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. He's just been he's been running the king of the cage scene for fucking, what, five, what, three years now? Something, two years now? Yeah. So. I mean, shit happens. And, uh, I mean, Bellator finally picked him up. He took on uh, William Joplin in his debut fight. Dominant mm-hmm. decision victory. Um he, he, now he's back. He's fighting close to home. It should be interesting to see. I think. I think. I. I mean, I know a lot of people out there are saying that Robbie Peralta is going to give him trouble. I honestly don't see it. Just talent wise, I don't see I don't, it. Especially since he's been either. training okay. with like the Cub Swanson, T.J. Dillashaw's Dwayne Ludwig up there. You know, they've been. I mean, he trains a shorty too, man. Training lab. <laughs> so, the training lab. Yeah, that's right. In California. So, I just. I just. I think. I think the Spaniard makes it nineteen and one. And I think he gets to show off with the, the main fight off with a bang. So we'll see what happens. I do too. I see a finish in the future. We'll see what happens, man. But uh, is there anything you want to get off your chest? Anything you want to talk about? Anything in MMA you got going that you saw that, that I might have missed? I mean, we saw Josh Koscheck retired as well today. Yeah, that was fucking like 10 years overdue. Um, <laughs> also, the retirement of uh, Johnny Hendricks. Fuck, there we go. That's right, dude. We t- I, t- I missed that. I forgot about it. Three people. Three people within the span yeah. of like 48 hours retiring. Um, well, let's talk about Hendricks real quick. I mean, do you think it was a thing about uh, USADA, or do you think it was just motivation after he lost the title to Lawler? It's tough to say, man. I don't want to accuse anyone who's never tested positive or had an inkling of anything. Um, 
I just think because he'd been wrestling his whole life, the weight cut, the dieting, the discipline, fuck. And he ooh, liked to eat. Maybe even C- yeah, maybe even CTE because they say that messes with your impulse control. That's and that's why weird. he was eating too much and doing shit. I, I don't know. I'm going to look at him for what he did up until he lost that fight. He was one of the greatest Walter Wades to fucking walk in that cage, one of the hardest-hitting motherfuckers out there. He, he was like, so that guy good, destroyed. dude. He was so good. So, yeah, I personally think oh, it's motivation. Man. Because the reason yeah, why, the reason why is because he got that fight with GSP. He worked his way up. He was knocking out everybody, or at least beating everybody, all the top guys. He finally got that welterweight title shot. He loses a very close decision that arguably won that fight. That he arguably, arguably right? won, arguably won, and I was actually expecting him to be red as the winner. Um, mm-hmm. He get you know GSP retires afterwards. He fights Robbie Lawler, wins the title. In a very close fight that he managed to pull it out in the end, in the fifth round. Yeah. You know, it's whatever. Then he has the rematch. He gets injured. Robbie Lawler goes on to fight Matt Brown, you know, in a title eliminator contest. No, he fought uh, uh, Ellenberger. Then he fought Matt Brown. Yes. In a title eliminator. That was when Matt Brown was on his seven or eight fight win streak. I was actually kind of sentimentally rooting for Matt Brown. Um, I thought somebody like yeah, that, getting a, a, a journeyman like that, getting a title shot would have been awesome. Um. Then he loses the title to Robbie Lawler in a fight that he did not lose. I'm sorry, <laughs> Johnny Hendricks won that fight. That is one of the worst Most decisions. Scored it that way. That was one of the worst decisions I've I've, I've seen. I I think John, like we talk about robbery getting thrown around. Johnny Hendricks was robbed in that fight. Absolutely robbed. Um, and you know me, I don't throw that around loosely, but he was robbed. Um, and after that, he just. Seemed like the motivation just wasn't there after that, to me mm-hmm. at least. So and he kept missing weight and went up to eighty five. Missed weight in his last five fight at eighty five. Mm-hmm. That's tough. What was his That's last fight? Was it uh, Costa? It wasn't Costa. Costa. It was yeah, Costa. Costa. Costa beat the fuck out of him. That dude's gonna. That dude's fighting Uriah Hall, yeah. uh, uh, and I think next week, and he's gonna destroy that Robbie uh, Uriah Hall. I think he runs through him. I think Rob, I think uh, Dana White's trying to set up um, Uriah Hall for his walking papers. Well, he's trying to fight, set up Paulo Costa to uh, be a star. I mean, it's a good-looking oh, yeah. dude that knocks people out. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm straight as all get out, dude. But that that boy, that's a sexy he's got Brazilian. Got a couple muscles on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm straight as hell, but that's a oh. sexy Brazilian right there. But yeah, no, I mean, so yeah, hey, Hendricks retires. Well wishes to him, man. I hope his uh. Did his restaurant close, or has he still got it? I believe it closed. He's going to focus on coaching wrestling and, and like, the state team or something like that. That's badass. I hope he does. Yeah, I hope he does well there. That's badass. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hats off to him. Thank you for everything you did, sir. Appreciate your career very much. Anything uh, anything else you – any other news that I may have missed? Did you see anything that struck your fancy on this? We can pause for a minute while I sit here like this, just freeze frame. No, I'm just trying to think of everything. That was the last thing that I, I remember on my mind that I was concerned about that we haven't touched base on. Like, why the fuck Kinto's not fighting? That one, nobody knows. I'd like to know. But well, he's selling houses does. now. He doesn't have to fight. He's selling houses, making money that way. Fuck it. That's fine, but he still wants to fight. He says he loves to fight, and I believe it based upon the way he fights. He loves to fight. He's so why fighter. did he pull out last minute? He's underrated. Yeah, he's a good, fun fighter. Well, because they, they're uh, switching think... because they're switching back to the afternoon weigh-ins. That's why. He said he he said he won't he won't ever weigh in afternoon again. Oh, okay. So okay. I'm pretty sure he's done, like in that sense. Yeah. He doesn't need to fight. 
He's got the realty, uh, real estate business. He's doing great. Yeah, mm-hmm. he doesn't want to do. He doesn't want to weigh in an afternoon. He's done. So, more power so, to him. So Perry, it's nice. It's nice Mike when hold Perry's it. fighting Felder now, right? That's that's the rumor, and I'm stoked. Oh my god, that's gonna that's be awesome. A, that's a good fight. That's good. That's gonna be a great fight. At least Felder's not coming in on fucking four days notice like Reyes. So we'll see. No, but he's also fighting a very a heavy handed brawler that's bigger. I think Perry does win that fight just because the size difference. I mean, at the power that's, difference, size difference. I mean, they're they're two very similar fighters. So you got to go yeah. with the bigger and the more powerful guy, and that's the bottom line for me. But you got, least. but you, but the thing, I agree. But Perry isn't known for his fight IQ as where Paul Felder is. That's so true. does that's Paul true. Felder get inside on him and and grapple the guy? Grappling usually favors the bigger guy, hence the reason all the fucking weight cutting in in wrestling, right? Yeah, typically no, for favors sure. bigger guy. But does he get inside? Does he dirty box him? Does he not allow to say? I don't know. Um, it's intriguing. It's intriguing. Just the size difference is what's really intriguing about it. So. For sure, um, yeah, it's a great fight. Good. I think I think it's great. I think I think it's good. So we got some good fights coming up. So we don't have a UFC fight this weekend though. So that we don't have we do not. that. We we don't we do not have that to preview. But next Thursday is a super jam packed show. Not only are we going to review the Bellator two hundred one card coming from tomorrow night in Pachanga. That you this guy watched live and in person from press row. Everyone, he's you, got oh, a real oh, press credential. I. I I sent you that picture of my new layout. I'm above you now. Oh, and you're below. Yeah. So when you're point, <laughs> you'll you'll see how stupid you look on the broad when you watch it back I live. I always. You do. probably will see it when you see it live. Anyways, um, yeah. So we got that. We're gonna review that on the next episode, and I'm gonna give a firsthand account of being there live. Check out our Facebook page when I go live during the fight, stuff like that. I might, you know, they don't say they say no video, but I might go live like backstage. I'm also going to do that for MMATakeover.com. They gave me access to their Facebook page to hook me up um, since I'm there for them. But I'm also going to do it on the uh, show's Facebook page. Keith, I hope that's okay, man, because I'm going to do it anyways. Um, Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. Hey, no, I, I already told him. I was like, I'm going to represent MMA to the max as well. So, um, yeah, anyways, and then we're also going to be previewing the Ultimate Fighter finale next Friday night, as well as the super stacked UFC 226, Cormier, Stipe, Holloway, Ortega. Can't fucking wait. Unfortunately, I can't watch the fights live. I can watch the Ultimate Fighter finale live, but the pay-per-view, I gotta watch, you know, the next day, so. I'll text you the results as they happen. You better fucking not. (laughs) bad enough it's bad enough i gotta avoid all the internet do while i'm at work that sunday and all that before i get home jesus want to give a quick shout out real quick to my good friend nick hilton for hooking me up with the fights after they're uh, done so i can watch them not to worry about paying that 60 bucks yeah i'm putting that out there but there's no point in watching them if i'm not watching them live because they usually get spoiled for me beforehand it's fucking hard it is it's difficult yeah mm-hmm. anyways um joe you got social media you been a pretty good presence on it lately a little more at least on instagram not so I'm much on tr- twitter i'm trying yeah i'm trying to do a little bit of both um yeah throw it out there reach me on twitter you can get a hold of me at joe hud 45 on twitter joe hud 45 if you would like to reach me on instagram it is at mma to the max joe and as always the two is the number two what you got rob well what i got is i got a twitter 
as well. And that Twitter handle is at It's Rock Robster. No apostrophe because uh, they don't allow it on the handles. I also have an Instagram at MMA to the Max Rob. And as always, that too is the number two, like Ghostbusters. Uh, find the show on Twitter at MMA to the Max Show. I will be live tweeting from that Twitter feed during Bellator event tomorrow, as long as I remember to while I'm recapping the show on my laptop. Um, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash MMA to the Max podcast. You'll find all sorts of news, commentary, opinions, as well as the links for these shows, these live shows. Um, remember to support our sponsors at Loot Crate and Gamefly. Remember, that is www.trylootcrate.com forward slash MMA to the Max podcast. Use the promo code BRIDGE10. 10% savings on any new Loot Crate subscription. That's also www.gameflyoffer.com forward slash MMA to the Max for a free 30-day uh, excuse me, 30-day trial with one game out at a time of MMA to the Max. Seriously, with I, I can't stress this enough. You can get like at least four games finished in that time. So oh, yeah. and that's for and that's for free. Uh, find us on our parent website of W2Mnet.com. That is W2Mnet.com, where you can find all your needs for sports, video games, movies, and entertainment. The great Sean Garmer is the one that hooked us up with this shit, and uh, we've been running with it ever since. Sprinting, son. Yeah, definitely check it out, guys. Check them out on the Facebook as well as W2Mnet. W2Mnet on Facebook. Follow them. Check it out. Um, I do want to give one more special shout-out to the MMATakeover.com. Um, the great Keith Schillen runs that website. That is a great MMA website. It's actually one of the best ones. And I'm not saying that because they hooked me up, but I'm saying it because... Mm-hmm. Unlike MMA fighting and Bloody Elbow and MMA Junkie and all these other sites, these are these are people that are still fans of the sport. Yeah, they're they're not being paid. They're not making money. They're doing this for free. They're doing this because they're fans and they love covering the sport. And I'm going to be covering the sport for them at Bellator tomorrow. Hopefully, it's the first of many, and we'll see what happens, man. Maybe one day uh, Joe and I will get to an event and we will cover it together and do a podcast live. Ooh. That would be fun. Maybe we get Keith's ass really out cool. here to the West Coast for it. Get him on the show. Yeah, I want, I want to get that man on the show. Maybe you know, maybe next Thursday I'll get Keith on. That'd be cool. We can we can talk about Bellator. We can preview it. So I'll talk to him and see what's up. Yeah, no, I, I got to give a lot of love to Keith Shell, man. He's 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 been good to me and he's been good to the show. So I am dead to him now, but <laughs> it was nice knowing you before I died. Sir. Yeah, he's been good to the show, man. I, I I have nothing bad to say about Keith except for he's a vicious mm. troll. Yeah, well. Anyways, not necessarily that's it. Bad we got everything. We're good. You good? We're good. Yeah, I'm everything good. cool. All right. Hey, you know what, guys? Cool. This has been MMA the Max episode number forty-six. I've been Robert Taylor. Thank you for joining us. For Joe Hudson, I probably fucked that up a little bit. Anyways, either way, whatever. For Joseph Hudson, aka Riverside Joe, I am your host, Robert Taylor. This has been MMA the Max. We will see you next week. Take care. See ya. The previous podcast has been an original W2Mnet.com production. For more great content like this, go to W2Mnet.com for the worlds of wrestling, video games, entertainment, and sports.